Welcome to Real Money Talks, how to make money, manage money, and invest money. Your Real Money Talks host, Laurel Langmire, gets straight to the point about what it actually takes to make money and build lasting wealth in today's changing economic climate. If you're ready to get the financial results you've always dreamed of, keep listening. Real Money Talks is the right place for you. And now here's your host, Laurel Langmire. Hi, this is Laurel, and welcome to Laurel's Real Money Talks, where we talk about making money, keeping money, investing money with the team. I have an extraordinary guest today, super excited about this conversation, because it's about the, uh, what I'm going to call the wild, wild west. It's about cannabis, it is about the legalization of it, the distribution of it, and I have with me Jennifer Murray, who's been in this industry for, wow, years, I'll let her introduce herself. She's been a client at the big table. Um, her and her dad and I all met. And uh, man, who would have known then that it's becoming what it's going to become? So Jennifer, welcome to uh, Laurel's World Money Talks. Thank you very much, Laurel. I'm very excited to be here. So talk about, before you talk about the industry background, talk about yours. Like, how did you get into it? And you were such an early stage, you know, player in the Colorado market. Yes, actually, Laurel, it was the beginning of 2010 um, before we actually uh, legalized um, marijuana here in Colorado for adult use, but medical marijuana has been passed here since 2000. It wasn't until the Ogden memo went out in late October of 2009 that stated that Obama was not going to mess with the states that were legal. So that's when all the dispensaries popped up. Um, and actually, I was back in Arizona visiting my dad and um, just talking to a gentleman at a restaurant, and we just started chatting, and he found out I had a degree in microbiology, and he said, what do you th- think about testing marijuana? And I put my hand up like I'm smoking a joint and said, testing, and he said, no, silly. Like, they test, uh, you know, pharmaceuticals for active ingredients, and uh, that changed my life forever. And I started one of the first cannabis testing labs. Uh, until about 2015, and I've done some science consulting and also, um, you know, started a uh, high-end luxury jewelry line with my father um, for cannabis and starting the conversation. That's awesome. That is so awesome. So talk a little bit about the the history. Like when, when Colorado was the first legalized state, right? Um, well, Washington would have something to say about that, but no, yeah, technically, uh, Colorado and then Washington, um, and now I believe there's nine uh, recreational or adult use, as we like to call states, um, and then more than half medical and probably more than that are decriminalizing um, cannabis across the country. Then you have certain um, countries that are now paying attention, so it is spreading quickly. Awesome. So, when would, when did what year did you start your medical marijuana lab? So I started it in uh, early 2010 in Denver, Colorado, one of the first in the country, actually. Um, before, uh, like I said, it was adult use, so I had to get a medical card myself and for all my employees, uh, so we wouldn't get arrested for um, you know having cannabis in our lab. 
so just talk about the history of cannabis. I mean, obviously it's been illegal, you know, watching the tentacles of this and uh, really getting to know some of the more prominent dispensary owners in Northern California and Oregon. It's been interesting to see, you know, there's people in jail, right, still today for what now is legal. I mean, the, the, the history is extraordinary. So give kind of a, a review, because I think there's a lot of people with their hands up. As you know, you know, you and I are talking about doing business. Um, yep. You know, there's no banking for it, merchant service for it. So give a little history, and then um, I got a whole bunch of questions for you around the opportunities. Yeah, sure. So basically, cannabis has been a medicine since 2900 B.C., Wow. It wasn't until the 1930s when basically two gentlemen started the propaganda. Um, Harry Anslinger, which was the commissioner of the basically the DEA then, um, he was very racist and he was worried because his team, he had all these employees and alcohol prohibition just ended and he didn't know what he was going to do. So he started fabricating stories. Uh, to William Randolph Hearst, who owned newspapers and magazines. And, of course, uh, Randolph Hearst has had a lot to lose because hemp was a far superior material than um, paper or plastics. So they started the propaganda um, through the newspapers. Of course, DuPont joined in, and so did pharmaceutical companies. And yeah. that's basically what led to prohibition in the United States and um, got by, I don't know, the early 40s, um, it, was, it, it was complete prohibition in the United States, and, and now it's slowly but surely coming back. And uh, I don't know if you know this, Laurel, and not many people know this that are outside the cannabis industry, but it is scheduled as a Schedule One, meaning there are no medicinal benefits. Heroin, meth, they are both Schedule One drugs. However, our United States government has a patent on the uh, medicinal benefits of cannabis. And you can look that up, type in marijuana U.S. patent, and it'll come right up. So uh, I don't know what more than that, letting you know that your government has been lying to you for 90 years. <laughs> so talk about <laughs> it's unbelievable well and uh don't you predict that once this thing really starts running that the farmers are going to want to buy out all the smaller guys anyway and just try to you know monopolize like they always do you know what unfortunately that's already happening i was very lucky that i got to start grassroots in colorado um but really the states coming on board now are uh, it's very expensive you can't just go and get a license uh, right now, the last licenses were um, that are going to be awarded um, just this recent was Pennsylvania, and uh, they only have a limited number of licenses, and you have to pay ungodly amounts of license um, just for an application that don't refund your money to the tune of quarter million, half a million dollars just to throw your hat in. And then, of course, usually there is some kind of amount that you have to have liquid in the bank. So it's definitely, um, and then, like you said, the big guys are monopolizing, um, especially here in Colorado. A lot of big guys or big chains, if you will, have bought up the little guys. Um, but if your state is still um, pre-medical or pre-recreational, um, 
you can get involved and make those changes uh, via activism and informing your legislators. But it is going super fast, and it's because Sanjay Gupta um, uh, publicly apologized. And, you know, he's, he's uh, very well-known, and he publicly apologized after he toured my lab and uh, talked to a whole bunch of other people, including parents of, uh, with children that have epilepsy. And uh, he did three documentaries, Weed, Weeds, and Weeds 3, that I highly recommend on CNN. Oh, interesting. And uh-huh. so why do you think, I mean, obviously, what's your prediction? I mean, it's progressing very quickly. I mean, are there licenses even to get, or is it too late? Well, it kind of just depends on states, right? Like Texas, I don't know if Texas, um, what the deadline, or if it was already passed, but they're accepting three licenses, but that's for low THC, high CBD, which are both cannabinoids um, that are expressed in the plan. Of course, most people know THC, um, but there's over 500 constituents in the plant, and THC uh, so far is the only cannabinoid that is uh, psychoactive. So Florida started out with a low THC CBD um, uh, structure last year. And then, of course, um, medical marijuana passed in Florida, um, which includes high THC. So Pennsylvania, they just accepted the applications recently. They should be announcing the winners. Um, I believe next will be Arkansas, um, if you can believe that. And then other states, you know, accept hemp growing. So it's really two separate industries industries, cannabis and hemp, even though they come from the same plant. It's just that one um, has higher THC in it than the other. Interesting. Interesting. So let's talk about the opportunities, the science, the consulting. Um, I know we could probably talk like forever about this, um, but give kind of the, the high level, like, you know, opportunities that are available the, and, and to other people you, <clears throat> I mean, with the price tags going up. Oh. The price tag is definitely going up if you want to buy or sell. But, hey, look at look at mining. It wasn't the miners that made the money. It was Levi's and picks and shovels. And that's really how cannabis is turning out. It's the ancillary businesses where you can get banking and you can get loans. So technology, huge um, space to be in. Um, scaling up operations. So if you're a consultant that looks at an operation and scales it up. Um, uh, Big science, of course, every type of science testing, product formulation, extraction, RD, clinical trials and genetics. Um, And then, of course, education and training, um, but then touching the plant. So traditional growing, extraction, um, and then edibles or uh, medicinal delivery such as patches, sublingual, nasal, um, all of those are into play now. I mean, pretty much, Laurel, you can mix cannabis with everything. I've seen it mixed with beef. I've seen it mixed with pasta sauce, popcorn, gum. It's pretty, pretty pretty crazy. But then you also look at um, the real estate market, um, investments, funds. Um, all of those are very necessary right now since you can't get your get traditional loans. Now, 
there are more people, uh, there's more money than ever flooding in, as you can imagine. Um, when I was looking for private money in 2013, you know, nobody would even give me a hard money loan. So um, there are more and more uh, people that are uh, educated investors getting in the industry. Um, I just hope they do their due diligence because you can get lost in it real quick. And say more about that. How do you get lost? Because I have a lot of people you can imagine approaching me to become very involved in it. Well, you know how it is, Laurel. Everything looks great on the outside, and you start peeling down, and uh, it starts to stink. There are a lot of people consulting that have no idea what they're doing. Um, just to give you an example, you always want to hire a consultant from a regulated market. Um, California is not a regulated market. It isn't. So your um, uh, people that are trying to get you, let's say, a license in a regulated market, they don't understand the issues of a regulated market. Now, I'm not saying there aren't good consultants out of California, because they certain, certainly are. But if they're talking about getting an actual license, uh, you probably want to pick a consultant from, you know, Colorado or some of these other states that have already been through um, a ton of regulation. Then, you know, you have the people that grew two plants in their basement and think they're a grower. They think <laughs> that they can do a 200,000-square-foot facility. As you know, that's not how it works with anything, let alone plants. Interesting. So interesting. So <clears throat> what have you – so talk about like, what did you end up doing with your lab? Did you end up selling it? What did you do with your lab, and are you consulting now? No, actually, Laurel, and this is very important, and this is why I'm taking the next step, hopefully with you, to educate people, is I did, since there wasn't any private money or other monies coming in, I actually got approached by a company that wanted to roll my private company into their public entity. Uh, what I didn't know is the public entity was actually a shell which dictates how trading goes and everything like that. And I hooked my wagon to uh, some people that have been committing white-collar crime for 25, 30 years. So I actually no lost that company in the end of 2015, and then uh, they couldn't sustain the business without me and closed two months later. Uh, shit. Yep. So... And that has happened to a lot of pioneers that I know in this business. Um, and, uh, you know, as you get new industries, you find all the bottom feeders that, that go after new entrepreneurs. And that's exactly what happened. You know, I was very proud of my lab. I had, I, I had you know, um, grassroots. I drove across the state, did all the cold calling, and built the business from the ground up. So I was very proud of it, and un unfortunately, I did not have my own attorney. And that's something that I tell people over and over again. You, ha you have a company attorney, but if you have more than one person in your company, you have to have a another attorney that only represents you. And unfortunately, the, the uh, attorney we had, I don't even think, read the document because mm. he would have known better. So, yep. ugh, unbelievable. So, Jennifer, I'm going to have <clears throat> you back on. In fact, I think I'm going to have a little podcast series because this agenda you put together, we could talk for an hour and cut this up in probably four <laughs> little sections. And, you know, 
Uh, I've got to jump on a live radio show. So I'm going to end this podcast. You're Laurel's Real Money Talks, all of you. And if you want to engage, what I would love to do, like Jennifer uh, has approached me. I've approached her. Um, I know how to, you know, well, there's a group of us that know how to get the banking going and the financing. And I think really doing some, like you said, on the real estate and the finance side, stabilizing this uh, for many people. And uh, we really want to target women. Women need a huge opportunity in this and have a... Um, I just think it's going to be fun to vision this with you, Jennifer. So are you willing to come back at another time? We just kind of break this into some groups and we get some people chatting with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. The more you know, the better off you'll be for sure. I can't wait. And I'm going to call you later today. But those of you listening, um, this is the first of many with Jennifer. I love this business. I've been pretty loud. I'm going to get in it. Um, I was, there's probably five or six opportunities. Jennifer's obviously number one because you've been a pioneer for so long. So I appreciate you being on today. Those of you, again, that are interested in a bigger conversation, go to Ask Laurel, as you do with all my podcasts. So it's asklaurel.com, ask L-O-R-A-L.com. Uh, put in your name, your phone number, your email, and in the question box, uh, you know, say, I want to talk to Jennifer Murray you know, more about cannabis. I want to understand this business. And uh, just you know, let us know your input and what kind of, you can have a private meeting with her or uh, how you want to contribute or just want to learn more. Jennifer, thanks for being on this first broadcast of uh, Cannabis. I think uh, we'll have to do just a podcast for you. I'll moderate you and you teach everybody all about it because uh, I'll tell you, as it goes to feds, it's going to be an interesting game, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. 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 I, I just don't know when that's going to happen. But, yes, there, there just is so much to learn that, you know, going on the website, just you'll get lost. So much bad information, too. I know. So whatever I can do to help, Laurel. Well, I appreciate it. And all of you, again, go to AskLaurel.com. We'll be back on Laurel's Real Money Talks next time. Thank you, and have a great day. Thank you for joining Laurel for this segment of Real Money Talks, how to make money, manage money, and invest money. To continue this new conversation and to find free resources to support your wealth creation, visit AskLaurel.com forward slash podcast gifts. That's A-S-K-L-O-R-A-L dot com forward slash podcast gifts. Thanks for listening and join us again soon. New episodes are released every week.